mean? How come you know and I don't know? I, I don't know where it came from. It just popped out God. of my head. And I'm right. I am correct. If you're right, I'll be pissed. Damn it. I'm right. I'm right. All right. I don't get to be right often, so it's okay. Welcome, everybody out there, to Divorce Devil episode 49, because Rachel says so, even if it's not going to go with that. Episode 49. Um, so we're going to have like a big party for the 50th? Yes. Yes. We're going to have a guest. We've got to get a guest in here. All right. Who wants to be our guest? Okay. Yeah, call me. We should bring the partners in. Oh, I don't know if that's going to work for me. Why? Oh, I'll tell you later. Oh, no, no, nothing. Oh, oh no, no, nothing. No, no, nothing to do with that. All doesn't right. not like to be on, on, on. Yes. Okay. Yes. That, that's okay. It'll be the last show. <laughs> <laughs> it is already, it already the, the last, last show. show. <laughs> God damn it. All right. So we're talking about. Um, <laughs> the, <laughs> things you do. No, extracurricular things you do, other to things heal. you do to heal. So let's go back and forth. Exercise. Do I ex- Wait, am I exercising? No. You know, you say something. <laughs> it's been a you, long. You said. It's the Thursday Monday ever. Freaking COVID. Um, so, so, like, I say exercise. You say hiking. I say concerts. You say Going to see, going to watch baseball. You just named like four. That was awesome. You should like. <laughs> I just, just pooped them out, man. <laughs> Bam. I've only had a couple sips of this too. Oh, you should like get yeah. get yourself going. Hello. Okay, so I actually think we should talk like more about when you're ready to start doing that things because right after the divorce, what, what, how do you know you're ready? Exactly. So I feel like a lot of things I did right out of the gate. I don't really remember because I was so just like, I got to do something because I'm going to go crazy if I have to sit in this sadness or this guilt or this, you know, because I, I keep telling you, I left. So a lot of mine was like, okay, if I don't have my son, what am I doing? And a, most of the time it was having the car and figure it out as I go. And so I didn't really have a plan. So, you know, getting out of work or something on, on, a, on a Friday and not having my son for the weekend, I'm like, shit, I have two and a half days that I don't have someone else to be responsible for. So what can you suggest to people out there? What, what can they do? I really think you need to, first of all, sit in, in, your, in, in your silence, in your shit, and figure out what you liked before all hell broke loose. Like, in your marriage where you... Like you said, going to concerts. Like, I know the summer when my ex and I, well, I decided um, we were going to be separated. I went to like eight concerts at Red Rocks with my daughter. Half of them I would have not been caught dead at because I don't even know if it was music. But I just needed an escape and to spend time with my daughter before she was going to college. It was one of those things like, I found like EDM. I'm like, I don't even know what EDM was before I got there. Like, I saw Shaquille O'Neal was a DJ and he's DJ Diesel. And I'm like, that's Shaquille O'Neal. And I wouldn't have experienced that, I don't think, if I didn't have that, you know, especially my daughter making myself be present in this new life. So a lot of times, you know, her and I would go to the movies and a lot of my time was spent 
preparing her to go to college because we were separated and we weren't really using the the divorce word in front of the kids. Mm -hmm. We were trying to still make it normal and see if that's... How do you make it normal when you're not living together? Well, at that time we were. At that time we were still living together because it was like, you know, coming to find out, like I couldn't afford basically anything because there was so much money issues that were hidden. What do you do do with the money? How How do you live apart? I There's literally so had to learn how to open up a bank account. I mean, I thought I knew how to do it. I had done it when I was 20, but I had the same bank forever. And the banks just changed names and everything was done for me. Like, it wasn't, I didn't have to consciously say, okay, I don't know how to open up a bank account. I'm married, and do I have to share that with my husband? And does he have access to it because we're married? And just learning the ins and outs of having my own checking account and my own savings. And, you know, how do I start saving now? Like, do I have a extra savings? Do I have a vacation fund? I mean, back in the day, you can put money away for Christmas. Like, I didn't know how to adult, but yet I was adulting, if that makes sense. And so learning how to do it by do? yourself. So what can they do? Give me, give me, give me some concrete steps that they can take when they know they're going to go through a divorce. You, not to, not you, to say we're therapists because no. we're not therapists; we're just normal people. But this is I, what we I, did, or what can they? do? I don't think I did anything like on legit personal professional level. I asked people that had gone through it, like girlfriends that had gone through it. I called like. My uncle, who, you know, was widowed, I called him and I was like, you know, now you're by yourself banking and doing all that stuff. My aunt worked at a bank, so she did a lot of the banking. And so now I'm like, what do I do? Like, how? where do I go? And, you know, when I decided to get divorced, my dad's gone. My mom and I didn't really talk. So I didn't really have, like, anybody to go to that was what I considered an adult other than friends. So you lead into your village. Yeah, and a lot of my family is younger cousins, so like calling them and saying, hey, how do you like, you know, do this? Or how do you apply? I mean, I know how to apply for a credit card and stuff like that, but how do you now single live? And it was the basics. Like, okay, now I'm grocery shopping, but I'm grocery shopping for one and maybe occasionally two. And so I had to have snacks in my house. And it was like not my house that I was living in, but I had like my own little like apartment you know, in it. But a lot of times I just ate dinner with my girlfriend's family that I was staying with. So it was the grocery bills are different. You know, what credit cards do I have to pay or which ones are, am I responsible for my car, a car payment? Like what if my car breaks down? How do I get a car or a house loan? How do I get my own mortgage? I knew how to do them together because it was like we could bounce each other off of each other and be like, oh, well, we need to do this. Oh, that's right. We have to do this. Are we? And I forget my name half the time because I'm just so busy, you know. So what can other people do? You tell me too. Come on. What did you do when you found out, like, your whole situation? I mean, you are successful. You Once you, once you grab yourself up by your bootstraps, you say, yeah. hey, um, <clears throat> my um, my the thing that motivated me were my kids. Right. Because I got, you know, once again, take care of myself, take care of my kids. Mm-hmm. So I had to get my shit together. Yeah. And and, and how do you get your shit together? Because uh, you now, like, you know. You, you accept yeah. the, the pain. You lean into the pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, you pick yourself up by your bootstraps and you say, hey, you know, this is going to hurt. You know, it's kind of taking off a scab, a really big freaking scab. Were you prepared for the financial burden of a divorce? No. Not even close. And because, you know, oh, the wife went out and, you know, had a spending spree this week. She spent this much money. You can still recover from that because you're together in it. We're now like, if I decide I'm having an emotional day and I go 
spend all this money. I'm responsible for that. And I can't be like, oh, hey, like I spent this much money. Are we okay? Been there, done that. And, you know, the life I had before I have now, like I had money. So like I never really thought about not having money until I realized that it was a facade. And I'm like, oh, you have $27 in the bank. Wait, I can't go shopping today. What? Or I can't take the kids to the movies. What? It's accepting a new reality, you know, because that reality is harsh. And you and. Your life eventually gets better, but in it, a lot of a lot of it was like I don't know what else to do. Like we have a house together in New Jersey that won't sell. He doesn't have the ability to buy me out, and I don't have the credit score right now to pay for it on myself yep. because it was ruined by financial issues that weren't I didn't cause. It's almost like a conundrum. So now I like have this house and I rent it out and I collect part of the rent. Well, all that money goes to helping pay for my daughter's rent in college so it's like i'm still responsible in the aspect where i feel like i put a lot of my money into it so there's not a burden but how much should i have to pay i mean i'm willing to pay half either way for my children but because there's less than i thought like i i i think one of my you know we talked about blame too is i was living a life that was basically a lie financially but I didn't know the extent of it. And I, I think I blame myself a lot of times for not knowing more about the financial. So I think one of the most important th- things when you're going through divorce is know your finances. I think you think that the person that's the worst or has the most blame should pay the most. That makes sense? Mm. You know, since, since, since you caused this and, you know, we, we're in the place where we are because of you, yeah. maybe you should take all the debt. Yeah, but, but but it ain't like that because they split it right down the middle. Yeah, well, yeah. And well, mine was a financial thing with like the IRS that I didn't know about that was hidden on his part, saying that he didn't want to worry me, but in worrying me, there was a lot of shit that I'm responsible for because uh, my name's on it, mm-hmm. and so I do think he should have to pay for that because that was not on me, and I'm I'm like I was definitely the frugal one. I I'm not your typical Amazon every day at the door that was him like he was the spender he was the i need to keep up with the joneses show everybody how successful i am but yeah i helped with that facade because like we went on trips we did this we had the cars we had the house we had this i am i'm gonna get brain freeze i said it right i usually say freeze a brain or something i don't even know but um yeah so i feel like oh yeah i should not have to pay for shit i didn't know about but yeah i also don't want him to not be able to live because my son is there too because of a dumb mistake, you know. That's so a, that's a fine line. There's a burden, yeah. Sure. That there's just that you know financial burden. Where like I was definitely living it up because I thought we had it. I think you have to realize that divorces, there's no fair. Mm-mm. That's the one thing. You well, the thing about it, the most unfair thing is you're no longer married to the person you thought yeah. you were going to be married to, and then when you realize that person that you were married to, it's somebody else. Is right a di- yeah. yeah, and I think like. That's not fair that you were, you're not lied to because at, when you first get married, I don't think they're lying to you specifically. They change. Is they that change. changed person, yeah. And so a lot of my, you know, things that I did right out of, out of my marriage was to do things with my son to like show him like, I'm still going to survive without you. Like, I don't need you. But yet, I financially... Didn't have anybody to help me. And then freaking COVID hit and I lost my job. And, you know, 
27 there was a time i had 27 dollars in the bank that's more than zero i know and guess what i don't have that i I now have some money in the bank i have a great job you know i can't i i say the time i I can't thank lance enough like we we mutually pay for stuff like i'm a firm believer in karma yeah I know, and karma, me too. Karma comes around, and you know you shouldn't look for it. Yeah, just turn. Do you your think? Head and it but happens. here's my thing. I, I, so because my son is with my ex half the time. Mm-hmm. If karma hits him and he loses his place, I get my son because he loses his place. But my son loses his dad because he doesn't have a place to live here, and he has to go back to New Jersey. Like then what? You know, so like I don't want the karma to hit him where it affects my son. I want karma to hit him being you want, like you want specialized karma. I do. I want like you know <laughs> categorized karma. You know, I don't know. But what are some of the things that you did right out of the gate for extra to oh, get your mind off of it? Man, I serial dated. <laughs> serial dated, <laughs> like I said before. No, so I was dating a girl down in Albuquerque, mm-hmm. and. You know, she was fun, we had a great time, but just the fact of going to Albuquerque every every other weekend and just getting out of Carl Springs, that yeah. was the best. Just, yeah. just just removing myself from a place. So I'm not suggesting everybody gets a boyfriend or girlfriend out of town, but it, it really worked for me. I think that's great. one of, like, the the relationship I had with before, Lent, I say relationship, but it was just like a fun time getting, like, you know, someone else to talk to. Um, he was from, like, Utah, and he would have to go up there all the time, but when he was here, he didn't really want to around here like he you know worked mm-hmm. all over the springs and that so we would just go like for the day we'd go to breckenridge or we'd go to the and day great. and Getting just driving in great. the car you know trying a different restaurant going skiing we went sled riding a couple like one time and we went like Buena vista you know we went to the hot springs one time and it was great wasn't it and it wasn't there wasn't the pressure that we're dating <clears throat> it was just oh well i don't have anything to do you don't have anything to do let's just go up let's there. do nothing together Exactly, yep. and like sit in it. And a lot of times, it was funny because a lot of times when we were just doing nothing, there was a lot of things. I'm like, yeah, okay, well, that's not going to fly with me, or that, you know, okay, I can probably get past. But that. you figure out what you don't want, and but I you, think but that's you what hit that happens. Point, yeah. Like when you're ready to date after divorce, you really have to be willing to be like, you know what, I had a great dinner, but this is not. Don't don't date right away. Yeah, yeah, don't do it. It's like not, yeah. it's fun. But it's no good for you. Yeah. yeah. Well, mine was I found out that my ex had been seeing someone for like two months and then told the person like, hey, I'm, you know, she she doesn't live here. She doesn't do this. She do, she's not part of the family. I was still living in the house at the time. Damn. And so I'm like, wait, we're not dating other people. We're trying to make it work. And then, you know, we were, we were definitely not sleeping in the same room. There's and I was a fine like, line between not dating others and trying to make it work. Yeah. And so like I did like that revenge. Like I'm going to go on a date today. So there. So fine. Yep. But it wasn't really like a date. It was like, hey, let's go to dinner, you know, kind of thing. So I think I, I, it's almost like you have to go out of your out of your body and be like, okay, now what do, else. what do you need? Yep. What do you need? And you have to have some of those out of body experiences. To be like, girl, back up, like and, stop. And you got to fail. You got to oh, yeah. fail. Yeah. Yeah. People love your first kiss story. That's what I'll tell you that. Go back to episode uh, 48, folks. Uh, toward the end, it was phenomenal. It's, uh, especially friends of mine that are teachers. They go, what the hell? What the hell? <laughs> and uh, Valerie's an ex-teacher, so yeah. Oh. She loved it. <laughs> I'm glad my misery brings everybody else healing. It's it awesome. wasn't misery. 
I'm that you were, you were, you were, uh, you were a uh, house, house breaking whore. Was it? Home wrecking. <laughs> home, home, home wrecking. House breaking. Yeah. No one. No one's. I'm house broken. I'm house broken. I'm house broken. Home wrecking whore. Man. And I was. I know the bad thing about it was like I literally got like a kiss. Like I wasn't even like wrecking anything. <laughs> and it just went to shit. And just all went to hell. Oh. Right. Gosh. That's the other thing too, like um, learning extracurricular activities. Like when you start dating, especially with freaking apps. I mean, yes, I did meet my boy in a paid app. When you start messing with those free apps, like you pay for your boy, I paid for my boy. So when you start dealing with like those free apps, like there's like Hinge and Bumble and all these other Luxie and what's the other one? Oldguy.com. Oh, farmersalmanac.com. Farmers <laughs> no. Mormon, Mormon, farmersalmanac.com. Damn. I didn't mean that. Like, Mormon, we're going to hey, check Mormon, the weather. Mormons got their you own, like too. You like the weather, too? Mormons, mormons.com. Sister wife stuff. Sister wife. <laughs> Sorry. You're so wrong. What? You I are mean, disrespecting I'm not, a lot of I people am out not, there. I'm not trying to offend. I'm not trying to offend. I'm trying to be funny. What's the the, um, uh, the Amish? How can they be online, you know, Amish.com, if they don't believe in electricity and computers? <laughs> Smoke signals? <laughs> Come to the latest pig roast? Hey, but, don't, don't send me no hate, hate mail. I'm just saying. I actually, when we lived in Jersey, we went to this couple's retreat with one of our churches, and you went to an Amish family's house for dinner. And they had, remember when you were a kid and they did that, like, outline of you? Mm-hmm. And you, like, stand on the thing, and the teacher drew, like, a outline and they put in the picture frame mm-hmm. it was your silhouette kind of thing they have those <laughs> all over their kitchen of, of the people that visited that's no, strange no no man. not of visitors okay. of their family so because like they didn't take photographs so it's like you know oh there's cindy lou she's on the, there she's, she's one of the big nose older, she's she one of the big like, nose her picture just gets higher <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> I, I knew you were going to impress me today Damn. <laughs> I impress you Amish, every day. Amish.com. Yes. Amish. Amish.com. No, hey, well, no hits. Like no Adam hits. Like Adam Scranton. Amish.com. Hung out there all No time. hits and no no pictures. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a bunch, it's a bunch of silhouettes. They go to Farmer's Almanac. <laughs> Which silhouette do you silhouette like best? Like a, I like that silhouette. They just come up along like their, their fence. <laughs> single and mingle. Single and mingle. Single, single, ready to mingle. <laughs> Just put a check next to your silhouette that you like. <laughs> Wait, you know how like when you have teachers and they have like the buckets, the one that's like going to get the pie in the face or mm-hmm. kiss the pig or whatever? No, you just have like that. a little, really? No, we had to kiss the pig in the hood, man. There was, there was no pigs in the hood. Sorry. <laughs> Yo, kiss that pig, will you? Rat. Oink, oink, oink. Kiss hey, the rat. Pig, pigs were in the refrigerator. <laughs> bacon. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Someone has to go catch your rat so you all can kiss. Oh, yeah. Stop it. So, no, like, they have, like, the challenges at school. Okay, because I work at elementary school. We have some, you know, fun events well before COVID. And then, like, to our, like, the penny wars, we had to put money into the thing. So, they'll just have a silhouette up on the fence. And the one you, that has the most money, like, at the end, that's the one who gets the Maybe go the Amas could do that, too. Wait, is it? What's it called when they get to, like, go? Oh, Yom Springer. We yeah. didn't have that either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure we didn't have no, that. No, Yom Springer no. is when like the Amish kids go and like see the world, and then they have to decide whether or not they want to come back into the Amish life. Yom Springer is when someone yawns and says Springer. That's that's the Yom Jerry Springer. Springer that yeah. Oh my God, where were we? Apparently, we're going to farmers <laughs> farmersalmanac.com. Amish, that's Amish where- guy.com. 
There's no dot com. <laughs> I know they can't get on the computer. So what is it? <laughs> Amish fence. Fence, uh, fence. Amish fences are us. <laughs> All right, we've had way too much oh, sugar. Man. Okay, what we're talking about? Oh, extra extracurricular activities. <laughs> yes, go to the fence. Just go. Betty to Lou. The- I saw her on the fence. <laughs> I'm on the fence about Betty Lou, but I'm boom. <laughs> okay, so what was one of the best? Extracurricular, you know, I went to a lot of movies. Yeah. That was fun. You know, sitting sitting there getting spoon fed, I love movies. Just just for that fact. You get spoon fed and I have to think. What kind of movie place is that? You like <laughs> someone else is feeding <laughs> you? I'm so confused. What spoon happened? fed your brain for the movie, not feeding you actually at the movie. I'm thinking, spoon like, food. who's giving you ice cream at the movies on a spoon? <laughs> what is happening? Yeah, yeah. this one girl used to give me ice cream and suck on my toes. So it was great. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. No, like, so, all right. So, <laughs> <laughs> what kind of movies were you watching? <laughs> With the, is it toe fetish? There were almost movies. <laughs> But no Amish actors because no, they don't put the technology. They were fake because they couldn't be filmed. Kind of like vampire. Oh, Amish right. people we're are vampires. Oh, my God. Oh. I'm, oh. I'm getting like a headache from laughing. So I have no more air left, oh. so I can't laugh. All right. So I, I went to movies. I rode my bike. Um, I went to I, ride I hung bicycle. around divorced people. Okay. You know? Yeah, they, because they kind of know what you, company. Yeah, company, 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 company. And what were you talking about? Trips, trips, trips. Well, yeah, I told you camping. about camping. Well, my that was the nice. last trip I met before I um, the last trip I took before I met Lance was like the one back home to like officially announce everybody hey this is happening for real and you know why should so, I do I that? Saw, like, why do it? Well, because I wasn't putting on social media. I wasn't like talking. And I didn't really have a lot of people to talk to that I could, that were family. Like I told you, my sister disowned me because I was getting a divorce basically. And you got to pick your friends, right? Talk about that. Pick yeah. your, pick your, but yeah, when, your true friends but he, and true family. And did you have a person that you knew you could tell anything to? Yep. Had a couple. Yep. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And, and they wouldn't judge me. Yeah. I knew I was freaking crazy anyway. Yeah. I said, man, that guy's crazy. Let's not judge him. And like, that's funny because like, that's how kind of like Peggy and I bonded. Like yep. we were going through this. You guys are both thing. crazy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But we take our turns. I think I'm getting, I think I'm getting more of the cynical part and she's getting more of the kind part. <laughs> Say what? <laughs> okay. So when we would go out, everybody thought she was like, you know, mean. Because we- she was cynical. No, because she just was like that presence about her. Because she's like, you know, I don't know. And I was always like, ah ha ha, la la la. So, I was, but now, like, I feel like I'm more of the, I ain't taking your shit. Not even. No, sorry. Okay. No. I'm trying, no. I'm trying to be mean. Um, I know one thing: give off positive vibes, mm-hmm. and people will positive vibe you back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because you, you can't go around with a scowl on your face, and, and that's one of the just things pissed like all the time. Like, you know, attitude is huge. What kind of healer are you? Like when you're healing, are you one that talks, 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 or do you shut down and then rise out, like rise above, like the phoenix, or do you? Um, I eat. I don't eat. <laughs> I, I eat. stopped eating. Oh, popcorn, candy. Oh yeah, spoon-fed ice cream. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
Don't look at my toes, though. So mine was a lot of my, you know, when I was first divorced, I admit, like, I definitely was drinking too much. Like, I was going out to the bars, restaurants, all this other stuff. You know, and a couple Weekdays of places. too? Weekdays? Yeah, whenever I didn't have my son. Because I told you we do, like, the Monday Because you don't want to be home. Yeah. You don't want to be home by yourself. I'm going to sit at the bar and not have a drink? Well, duh. I'm not, I'm not a, a weenie. Did you meet some guys at the bar? Absolutely. But a lot of it was, like, Next. that cliche, like, Next. hey, Next. how are you? I'm like, Ugh. I'm tired. I don't really want to tell you my life story. Like, you know, it's like, how old are you? How many kids you have? Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, I'm just going to stick it on my forehead. And then once you've read it all, and I know you can read, then we'll have a conversation. You know, mm. so I just, I got to the point where I was just like over it. I just wanted a spontaneous, like, connection. And a lot of times you're disappointed. Like, mm, yeah, no. And like no, and it's crazy because like from going there, this one a couple, uh, I guess there's like two places that I would go to a lot because I felt safe there because I knew the owners, I knew most of the crowd that hung out there. Um, basically, starting out were like you know making friends who knew other people that you mm-hmm. may want to go on a date with or something like that or go hang out or event. Like I was saying, we did the event thing, but you know after hanging out with people. From the different bars, they'd be like, hey, we're going to this park or we're going to go to Estes Park. Do you want to go for the for the day or do you want to go to Fort Collins for the day or we're going to go on a brew tour? Or do you want to go for the day? And so it was more hanging out than actually like trying to date because I kind of was Which tired. Good. I think I was just tired too. Like divorce takes a lot out of you. And so like I want when it's gone on. Yeah. yeah. And I, I feel like I didn't want to do the work then like. I wasn't looking for a relationship, and if one happened, great. But, again, I didn't want to do the monotonous, like, uh, how old are you? What are you doing? Where are you from? How many, you know, how about your parents? What, how many siblings? Uh, uh, what would happen yeah. if you were going through your divorce and you started the healing process as you were going through your divorce? That'd be interesting, huh? Yeah. Yeah. You'd be, well, not to say you're in a bad place now, you'd be way, way ahead of the game. Yeah. Like like if you didn't wait to, to go through all the pain and suffering after it was over, you went through the pain and suffering during the divorce. Yeah. I think I think you do both, though. Yeah, but most of the pain and suffering is afterwards because it, it hits you. It's like, damn, this is real. Well, you know, I, I mean, and I was still married when I met Lance because my divorce kept getting postponed because of COVID. You were a oh, polygamist. Basically. I mean, I was a sister wife. No, I wasn't a sister wife. <laughs> yeah. I was... A unicorn. A unicorn. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Who doesn't want to be a unicorn? But yeah, so like a lot of my healing, even though I was still technically married, I got from Lance saying like, all right, he's already been through this for a little bit, a hot minute. And then, you know, learning what mattered. Because in my brain, everything was a problem because I did not know how my ex was going to react to, it could be the same freaking Scenario, two days in a row, and it was two different reactions. I'm like, but yesterday it was fine. Like, what's what's wrong today? Like, why are you acting like that? Well, come to find out, you know, we know. So I'm like, what did I do today? How did I say it different? Did I say it snotty? Was I a bitch? Did I say it like, I don't give a fuck? Or did I say it like, I don't really want to fight? Like, how can we fix it? And a lot of times now, I'm not, I don't really give a shit. I give no fucks. I think what happens, too, 
is you don't really come to that healing phase until you're done. Yeah, until the in, you're like, like done. Yeah, no, no, no. yeah. Well, 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 not not legally, but mentally. And done. I think too the word you are divorced. Like mine took four minutes. It was over like a phone call. It wasn't even a Zoom. How long did your divorce take total, start um, to finish? Um, about a year. Eighteen months. Year and a about half. a year. A year and a half, and. The fact that it pro- that drug along for so long, I think mm-hmm. the 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 effect of healing is kind of stifled a little bit because it just keeps going on and on and yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. Eighteen months—that's a long time. Well, like initial like breakup separation it was probably a year and three months, but like the whole divorce thing was probably not that long though because. Yeah. It was supposed to be in March, and it didn't go until the end of July. So, you know. So at what point did you fully check out? Of the divorce or yeah. of the whole marriage? That, yeah, marriage. That, that you're, like, done. Oh, my, uh, May well, 18th, the day my daughter's graduation happened. Because it was my son's graduation first, and then it was my daughter's graduation. So that and was then before the, the actual filing the papers. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Gotcha. Then, then. Like literally that week when my girlfriend was here and I was staying at a hotel because I did not want to stay in my own home. It's pretty sad. Um, that's when I was like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. And then I started like when my girlfriend was still here, her girls were here and then my daughter was still here, of course. And um, we just took a trip. Like we went to that Painted Minds yep. and I didn't even ask him. I was like, no, we're going. You hang out with your mom because... This is where you're going to be for the rest of your life. And we all went. And we had a great time. Like, my nephew came with me. Um, I think my sister-in-law hung back so, and all that. So those are those steps? Those are those days, like, when I was sitting in painted mines on top of a rock that I was like, what the fuck? Yep. And, like, That's not, not trying to bring anybody into my sadness because I don't ever want anybody around me sad because – I'm that, I'm that fixer. I, you know, I'm like, I will do whatever to make you laugh. I was like, okay, what do you want to do today? Cause even if I had something planned and you're having a bad day, like, I know you like to like go play golf, go play golf, babe. Like do your thing. You know, like mm-hmm. I want people in there happy as much as they can be in their happy because so much of my life has been chaos and sadness and tragic and all this other shit that I don't ever want anybody to feel that sad. And I think that helped me get through my divorce, too, because there was times I was sad, but I wasn't broken. I mean, I was broken when I didn't. I was broke when I had $27 in the bank, but I wasn't broken because my spirit knows that it's going to get better from the tragedies I've had in my life. I think your spirit always knows, but you don't physically know. You don't listen. You don't listen to it. Yeah, yeah, you you don't listen to it. Well, I, you know, like our forgiveness podcast, I listened to that probably about 12 times now. Mm, interesting. Because I don't think the first five times I heard it. I think you don't give no fucks. I honestly, well, and it's so crazy because like my cousin, um, the one I was talking about, my uncle, my aunt passed away, who's my mom's sister, who she passed away. And so my cousin, um, she's having a hard time with her dad's new girlfriend who she wants him to be happy, but she keeps seeing all these things that she's doing that are like sneaky and conniving, but he can't see it because I don't think he's healed from the loss of my aunt. Mm-hmm. And so we, the other night we're talking and she listened to my, the forgive. she listened to the forgiveness podcast. She's like, I literally have to learn to give no fucks. It's his life. He's retired and he's making these decisions and he's we help somebody. Damn it. I, I know. Woo-hoo! And so she had called and she's like, I I've pushed it down so long 
that I have to forgive him for being who he is, but it's on me, not him. And And so I said, let him go. Yeah. And I said, you have to have the conversation with him. And once you have that conversation, now it's on him. And however he reacts is his problem, not yours, because you're, you're telling him how you feel. Now, if you say something assholery to me, I'm going to respond, but that's on me responding to your assholery. And if you're trying to protect, like I keep saying, I said to her, I'm like, you know, you want your dad to be happy, but you also want to protect him because the reason that he's with her is because you lost your mom. So anything that this new woman does is going to be a trigger. Suspect. And so she's like, I've given her all these chances and I see like, she's like grubbing his money. And I go, he's allowing that though. So that's not on you. So you have to see where your place is in it. I'm like, I'm a, I'm a writer. Like I want to write down all my things because a lot of times, you know, this podcast has helped me like vent and like heal and all other stuff. But a lot of times I don't want to give that energy, my, that terrible energy to another human. I'd rather give it to the paper. Yep. And so I'll write Which it. Which he doesn't have today. I don't. I have a highlighter though. Yep. It's so pretty. Yeah, but no paper. <laughs> no. So like I will write it. And then rewrite it. And then half the time I write it, I'm like, you know what? That's not really what's bothering me. It's actually this. And then when you see the pattern, you can see what your actual deal is. Because if I just throw all my shit at you, eventually you're going to put up that turtle shell (laughs) and be like, I'm like, your Teflon, you know, goes bad eventually. You know, if you keep throwing, you know, metal spatulas at it, you know. So I just, I just think when I was going through my divorce, I kind of was like, what's my deal? I think I healed in such a healthy way because I was like, what's my deal in it? What's my bullshit? What did I bring to the table? And did I do everything I could to be the spouse that I thought I was being? Because a lot of times we, we, you know, we will put on this mask that I'm awesome. I'm great. But I'm when wonderful. you do that, though, you have to decide and let it go. Yeah. Or yeah. set each up alive. But you don't have to forgive. Yeah. You can give no fucks. Right. So no, like, I, yes. so part of her thing, I was like, you know, write it all down. Even if you have to write him a letter, dear dad, this is how I'm feeling. Take what you want. I'm not angry. I'm sad. I've been holding yep. it in. It's not your yep. fault that I've been holding it in, but I'm just, she's just like him. So there, and I feel better now because I told you and I released it and you're going to react however you want to. And now that it's written down, I've literally gotten rid of it. And so I, I haven't talked to her since, but she, we definitely had a great conversation and talked about like, at what point do your no fucks like? Because her brothers, her literally like washed their hands of him, like not of him, but like they don't want to hear anything about the new girl. The their dad's moved in. She's got young kids. He's like retired and like now taking on this whole new life and is missing out on his family, family for this new family. And they're just like, you're either in our life or you're not. If you want to come in, you're welcome. If not, like the boys are definitely like more like their shields are up. Where now that the boys won't talk to him about it, she's getting all of the... Let's get all of it. And so when the dad <clears throat> calls him like, hey, I'm having a problem today or this or that or whatever. So you you have to learn to let people know how you feel because we can't read minds yet. We keep I keep saying and that. And you can't fix it. And if you're not willing to talk about it, that's not really a relationship, right? So if you want to have a relationship with your dad who you see is maybe being taken advantage of or whatever, you need to tell him, hey, this is what I'm seeing from this this outside and I... It's all from love, right? Mm-hmm. It's all from love. And I want to have a relationship with my dad. I don't have my mom, blah, blah, blah. However he reacts to it is on him, not you. Mm-hmm. 
But you have to take your part in, you know, pushing it all down so long that you weren't willing to talk to him because you didn't want to make him upset or, you know, he's a grieving spouse and blah, blah, blah. Well, it's like seven years. Come on now. So, you know, we are helping people here too. And we don't know all the answers, but I feel most problems are very similar and it's how you deal with them and how how you get through them. And I may not, you know, like... Someone may has not may have not lost a child. I lost a, a child when I was thirty five weeks pregnant, and I went through grief counseling, and I went and I became a bereavement counselor, and I did all this stuff. I became a nurse because of it, and so I'm definitely one of those people. I need to get the solution. I need to know I'm not alone out there. I need to know like what's going on, and I think a lot of my healing came from those divorce groups because I'm not a good therapy person because I know how to say the things. Especially as an educated nurse, mm-hmm. I know the words to say that she doesn't think I'm crazy. Yep. But then I'm like, I really wanted to say this, and the unicorn in the kitchen crazy. told me it was okay, and I'll be all right. <laughs> you know, so, and I think we put on these masks to, to help us not feel the pain. But part of going through a divorce is feeling all of the pain and knowing that someone else out there is going through that. Like, like I said, my health was deteriorating because. I didn't know that other people were, could feel like I was feeling because so it was such a hurt. So what do you do with the pain? What do you do with the pain? So I, you know, I started playing volleyball again because that's my thing. I love volleyball. If anybody needs a partner for a team or has a team, I need to go on because everybody I talk to, they're already filled and no one will get back to me. Like, pickle come ball, on. Pickleball, pickleball, Oh, maybe I'll start pickleball. Actually, yep. I think I'm going to start ice skate, uh, hockey, ice hockey on Sundays. Yeah. Wow. I can roller, I can ice skate. So. A bunch of moms get out there and, and get Yeah, out there. my girlfriend, she, we, uh, she uh, said, come on, Sundays, go to, uh, what is it? Uh, what, a monument? Yeah, monument yeah. one. They have a women, they have a, it's called like a big rookies thing or something. Maybe so. you women can, can play ice hockey. Yeah. And get rid of some of that transgressions. Oh, God, I love hockey. It's like my favorite sport. So, I love hockey. I love so it. So like the fights or the game? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> both both yes 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 but like um fine and even know what it's so funny because finding new passions like i i like um crafting i always my mom was a big crafter but i like making things like i got lance into making uh we went to like a um what is it called knife making thing mm-hmm. at like Kiroy's or something did you do something that you hadn't done before yeah I, like what i made a nail we okay. went to the blacksmith. That's a blacksmithing thing. And like this dude, like I got him this package for his birthday. How come it's got to be a blacksmith? Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay, the whitesmith <laughs> that was doing black, blacksmithing. Black, black nails. Black, black nails. nails. Yes, okay, yes. well, whatever you. So we went to this class. And in the time that I made a nail, my boy made a knife, nails, hooks, all this stuff. And I'm like, I made a nail. So apparently he's, he's good at it and I'm not. But trying new things. Like, I was not... Uh, if you would ask me five years from now that I would ever be making a nail with metal burning in a forge... And you told him, hell no. I uh, like, no uh, can we get a handbag and shoes first? Yep. <laughs> what outfit should I wear? And now I'm like, you know what? Like, 
Growing up, I loved hunting, I loved fishing, I loved all that stuff, but anytime we went now, it was about showing the kids how to do it, or let's do it. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, no, I don't. W- I want to be selfish. I don't want to show you how to put a worm on your hook. Put your fucking ha- worm on your own hook. I want to fish. Dang. You know, Ma- so now... Mommy dearest up in So, here. like, no, like, the summer um, after we separated, I did, we got, like, a paddleboard and kayak, we had kayaks and stuff like that, and, like, every other day, like, that we weren't doing something, we went to the lake. We went to Palmer Lake, and, like paddleboard and kayak and my girlfriend would come with us and like just being in nature in I can say, yep. is like okay i'm not stuck in the house when i'm stuck in the house i have to worry about all oh, these bills this that blah, blah 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 and so it was just i think a lot of it for me because I'm, I'm so loud and talk all the time is being in silence i think too on the on, on the other side of the, the thing that some people th- throw themselves into work Mm-hmm. And then they burn out. Oh yeah, you know work. Yeah. Working work is not a release. Well, mine was I. Um, so I love theater too, and so I was asked to be a theater director for the one of the the theater that's at uh, the Chapel Hills Mall. While I was doing Willy Wonka at our middle uh, at our elementary school, because there was no feeder league, so I started this whole like enrichment program to do theater and blah blah blah. So we were doing Willy Wonka. I did all the auditions. I literally I was working full time. Then I was doing theater full time. Then I was teaching people how to make costumes and teaching people how to do props. But you were loving it though. And I was doing it, and yeah. I loved it. And then I, you know, after that experience, some um, friend of ours whose kids were in our school asked me if I wanted to be a theater director and blah blah. blah. I was like, yeah. We so COVID hit. And we started doing inventory of all the stuff. And, of course, everything shut down. Mm-hmm. And so they couldn't afford the rent there because there had no students. And they tried to hang on for a little bit, and they got rid of it. So now the theater's gone. And, like, I would really love to get back into start it. it up again. And so, you know, a lot of their inventory was sold. And, and I said, I see now how, like, with Zoom and things like that, how things can be done. And even with the podcasting, I get a lot of people like, how'd you get into it? I'm like, it really just fell in my lap. You know, Peggy yeah. introduced, like, and then when I, I left and I was just like, I need to do this. And even if it's just for, like, us, it's so cathartic. It's so, like, um, sometimes when we talk about things, I didn't realize, I don't realize how they affect me until after until we're done. You hear it. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, like, and then sometimes, you know, I'll, I'll hear a topic and I'll be like, how do I really feel about it? And if you don't sit in it, like, sometimes you think you have an opinion and it totally it changes, changes, like, and then, you know, fee- like, that feedback from each other or from, you know, people listening, you're like, but do you really feel like that? But or my, is that what you my thought favorite, you... My favorite is no fucks, by, by far. I know. It's, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. life logic, like, yeah. 101. Duh. Duh. Like, Tully. Like Valley Girl, but like you know, a, th- a lot of a lot of extracurricular things that you do will teach you like your tolerance for people too. Because I know a lot of times people were like, "Oh, we're gonna go to this, we're gonna start at this part, or we're gonna start at this bar." I'm like, I don't really like the crowd that hangs out there, so I'll meet you when you're done there, and let's go to this one. And then like you know, I'll be like, "Hey, there's you, you know, like I went to like all the." the festive things that first year. I went to like all the Halloween parties down in Castle Rock. I went to the Santa Con. I went to the ugly sweater parties. I went to the everything that like you're like, I want to do it, but I did it all because I didn't want to miss out because I was trying to figure out who I was. I think one of the best words in the English language is no. But I, I feel like I, I, I feel like yes helped me get to my nose. Yes, but you got to have no's in there. Yeah. You got to say, nah, I'm not going to go out tonight. No, that and that was the thing, me. too. Like when I, I don't want to hang with those girls. No. 
Yeah. Or especially like if we've had a bad experience one time, I learned like, yes, these are my friends, but I like them in different friend groups. So it's like, I love this girl with this group, but I don't like that, that same girl in this group. Or, you know, when we're hanging out with the mom group, I don't want to hang out with the, you know, go to Denver group, you know, and I was able to pick like my level of intensity that I could handle through the divorce. Like if I'm having a bad day, I just want to go to my girlfriend's house and like watch, you know, Hallmark movies and eat ice cream. Yes. Stop it. Ice cream and suck toes. Well, I'm not sucking my friend's toes. I mean, if that's your thing, that, I'm not trying to offend anybody. <laughs> Don't offend anybody on the podcast. I'm not trying to Thank offend you. anybody. I'm just trying to be funny. There's some toe suckers out there. I mean, what's that? What's that other thing I saw <clears throat> on the back of a car? Um, for you or no? You for you, Paige? No, that's TikTok. What's the other thing? It was like where people were selling pictures of their feet and stuff. Aren't you too old for t- TikTok? No, apparently not, because Peggy made me do it because of the podcast we were supposed to do together. Yeah. Um, there, I don't know. It's like um fangirls or fan what's a fan thing well anyway where you can sell pictures of your feet and people are making mad money i actually think it's close now but anyway i missed i missed that train all right everybody that was an interesting podcast or extracurricular could be a podcast extracurricular you could come up on as a guest extracurricular caligula 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 yes we will love a guest yeah who'll be the first guest who's gonna be our guest lance lancey Oh, Lance. Oh, boy. Actually, he would do really good. He's really good at talking. Like, hey, there you go. Yeah. Lance, you you're up. If, Wait, if, next Thursday's Thanksgiving. I know. We have to do something different. What? Don't look at me. Like Wednesday? Yeah, that's cool. All I, right. I could bring my daughter, but she doesn't want to hear anything I have to say. <laughs> but she might have something to say. Yeah, she might. Hey. You, you drug my son in here once. Oh, I didn't drug him. I mean... Dr- <laughs> You, you I didn't dragged drug him. anybody. You dragged at him in I here. I dragged it at him and, in here. But he loved it though. He did. He, yeah, he I did. think he I think he saw like, you know, a different side of you too. No. Okay. Well, I saw a different side of I'll you. I'll have to send you, you the podcast good. that that uh, I did with him, things I never told my father. Oh my god. Was I, it good? Oh, snuck out of the house, never knew all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Did you cry? No. Shit. Why am I, I the only crying? I, I want to kill him, but I, I didn't cry. I think my children are perfect, so they did not speak out. They didn't do <laughs> Get them on the podcast. Yeah. All right. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. I don't know where we went or what we talked about today. But if you would awesome. like to be a guest host or guest. Guest host. Guest whatever, um, let us know. Bring food. We like Dutch Bros, caramelizers. And, I mean, food at any point is really good. All right. Uh, have a happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yes. Any parting words? No, no. I learned my lesson. <laughs> no parting words more. for you. No parting words for Rachel. Happy God, turkey what was day. Um, turkey, mashed potatoes. What's yep. your go-to Thanksgiving? I have a Popeye's turkey. A Popeye's turkey? Yep. What's they sell that? turkeys. Popeye's has turkeys they sell. Oh, Popeye's like the chicken place. I'm chicken. like, would no. you put spinach in no. it? Like, is it a spinach? <laughs> I am Popeye. what I am. <laughs> I eat uh, what I eat. I'm Popeye the turkey, man. Turkey. No. You get like a faux turkey? Yep. Okay. All right, everybody. Have a nice night. Bye. Bye.